You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. I don't I don't know how much more we could fit into the show. This has been absolutely bananas tonight. The Lakers choke away it. Well, they come back and then they choke away a chance to win against Boston. Tatum was cooking LeBron on the on the baseline. Turn around, spinning, fade away. It's like, wow, over LeBron? Not the first time Tatum has cooked LeBron, by the way, but uh, you saw him doing that when he was a rookie. Give Tatum that ugly-ass MVP award. We'll talk about that. Carlos Correa, he gets paid big time tonight. $350 million, a 13-year deal for Carlos Correa to go to the Giants. That's tough for me. I like I like San Francisco. Oh, who am I kidding? I, I, I kind of like a little bit of everybody. I don't got a dog in the race. Is it a dog or a horse, Shep? It's a horse, right? Horse in the race? Horse in the race, yes. Do, do we still race dogs in America? Does that still happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Wow, really? Well, because, Greyhounds? You know, well, Greyhounds? Cause, yeah, and also because the concept of there's always going to be dog shows. Therefore, there's always going to be dog races. Even if it's not official, it's going to be in conjunction with the dog race. So you mean to tell me Peter is out here slacking? Um, I'm telling you, Peter knows what battles to to take, and uh, un- unfortunately, as long <laughs> as money makes the world go round, there is always going to be dog shows. Peter, Peter will throw paint on uh, somebody's fur coat. Yeah, but Peter won't go at the to the to the racetrack for the dogs. They should be honestly. They should be going to the racetrack for horses. Oh my God! Who get it even? Who get it? Who get it even worse? I mean, I mean, you know, at least dogs get to you know sleep in their owner's bed. Horses have to sleep in stables. They still got them horses running up and down Fifth Avenue in New York City too. I see them. Yeah, and and even worse in uh, yeah, even worse in Central Park. Yeah, it's bad. Hey, listen, I know somebody out there works with Peter. The hell are y'all doing? Get it together. Got these horses out here walking down Fifth Avenue with a bus. What is this? It's not eighteen. 70, got electric cars. It's not the Jetsons yet, but get that horse out the street, damn it. Let's put you in the street and make you walk. Strap something in your mouth and make you go. Anyway, let me get off my soapbox. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Shout-outs to horses, though. Just, Just keep them out of city streets. We have gone through a lot tonight. By the way, I'm, I'm coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona. I want to thank everyone for uh, being absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm doing two things at one time. I'm wearing, not that you could see it, my Midwestern University uh, sweatshirt. I'll share it later. We had a, a great time speaking with the, the faculty and the students and the staff and the Special Olympics athletes as we talked about unified health and unified sports. So that was a lot of fun. And we'll be able to share that audio with you tomorrow. It's such a, a jam-packed, jam-packed show. Correa, unfortunately, we talked about the passing of, of Mike Leach, but we highlighted the funny of Mike Leach. That's what he, he left us with, not just Air Raid, he left us with a lot of, of memorable moments. So 
for, for the remainder of the hour while I'm here, and I know it's going to go by quick because time flies when you're having fun. I'm going to take your calls on Correa. We'll talk about these Lakers if you should choose. I'm already reading a lot of the – I've got a lot of tweets about how ugly the new MVP trophy is in the NBA. Marion Wallace tweets me, at JR Sport Brief, at least they could have made the trophy look like Jordan. I understand. It's a a hard knock life out here. And so, you know, speaking of Mike Leach, let's get this hour started off on a a high note, and then I'm going to get right back to the phone lines. Let's listen to one of the funniest things you will ever hear a coach say about how his players, they lost a game, and the reason why they lost is because they're they're listening to the wrong people, namely the fat little girlfriends. Is that an oxymoron? As coaches, we failed to get through to them. As as coaches, we failed uh, to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be and how, you know, uh, you know, we had, we had, you know, we had a whole bunch of people. Everybody wanted to win the football game, but nobody wanted to play the football game. Well, I, I mean, that defies every level of uh, work ethic that exists with regard to football. And uh, as coaches, we have to solve our failure on uh, on reaching them, and uh, the players have to listen. And I, I'm willing to go to uh, fairly amazing lengths to try to make that happen. I don't know if I'll be successful this week or not, but. But, you know, I am going to try, and there will be some people inconvenienced. Uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. Yeah, great, great, great American uh, oxymoron, fat and little. R.I.P. to Mike Leach. Many condolences and much love to his family. And how could I forget? We, we talked about Kyler Murray as well, man, that, that ACL. Man, I, oof. I just touched down in Arizona. Like, yeah, it's official. It's torn. I'm like, man, Arizona is cooked from now until, I don't know, next year, the year after that. Cliff Kingsbury, he might as well go back to, to Texas Tech. Just leave, man. What are you doing here? NFL don't want you. You stink. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. John is calling from Cleveland. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, JR? How are you feeling tonight? I'm amazing. Good, good. I'd like to talk to, I'd like to, talk to you about something real because I know you're a man of the people. Do you mind okay. if we talk about something real? No, let's talk about something fake. I like that better. What's up, John? What's up? All right. So on some real stuff, uh, so I'm, I'm about to graduate. I'm about to become a teacher. Congrats. And I'm ha- oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. One more week and I'm in it. Nice. So, but I'm, I'm having a hard time. At this point in my life, because I've, I've grown up with sports, I love sports. Mm-hmm. I had an internship with ESPN, loved everything about it. Um, but now I'm to the point where it's like, all right, so I'm coming out, and I'm only going to make, you know, like 40000 or whatever. And I'm having a hard time relating to all these professional players making so much money that's starting to get, like, kind of that, that distance between us where it's just like, I don't know if I actually care about sports because they don't know nothing about my world, and I know nothing about their world. So what do we what do we do to make that connection again? We, uh, I mean, I think I think the world in general has has just moved further and further into a place of, in part, in the term, but the haves and the have-nots. I mean, there are very few people 
running around. The majority of us don't make a lot of money, and we have very few people who make buckets of it. Uh, so I, I can't tell you how you can love sports. I mean, I enjoy sports. I, I love the strategy behind it. I, I, I love the skill. I, I can appreciate the athleticism. I love the thought that goes into the preparation. And so I don't, I don't always look at it and, and think about it from a, a, a dollars and cents perspective. Obviously, and I, I'd be sitting here as a dumbass. I get paid to talk <laughs> about sports. You know, I know some of these guys. I know the teams. Yeah. I, you know, so it's a little bit different from my perspective, but I can certainly understand the disconnect. You, you have to remember, this is, this is entertainment. I think a lot of us get sucked in a little bit differently because it's sports. It's something that's relatable to most of us. At some point in life, maybe you kicked a ball. Maybe you threw one. You know, maybe you did it in your backyard or maybe you did it in high school, college, the pros. Maybe you did it in middle school. Like there's there's different levels for everybody. And so it makes it relatable. But on the highest level, it's entertainment. You know, what's different from saying, hey, I want to watch an NBA game versus Netflix or saying I want to go to the movies or saying I want to spend a night out on a town. It's just it's a form of entertainment. And the people at the top, nobody complains about The Rock. You know, do you stop seeing The Rock because he makes, I don't know, 40 or 50 a, a movie? Right. No, no, you're right. That's see, that's that's why I called. I knew I could talk to you about something real. I was just curious about what your opinion was. And I really appreciate you. I, I love your show. So thank you. I appreciate you taking my phone call, man. Thank you, John. Appreciate you for calling from Cleveland. Yeah, man, it's just, it's entertainment. And I think we have to put it in in that bucket. When you start thinking about how much money athletes make, start thinking about musicians. Think about your favorite musician. It's it's a different connection, right? And maybe not not all musicians out here making, you know, 35 and 40. Not every musician is driving a... 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 billion dollar business. They making a couple mil. I could think about some musicians who show up to an arena and they got a they walking out the door with a couple of hundred. We got people who don't make that in in multiple years and it's it's entertainment and the money is plastered all over the place. You know what everyone makes now. I I understand. Entertainment's entertainment. If you want to get involved in the entertainment business, by all means, go ahead and do it. I feel like I just gave out and, and gave away some JR wisdom. And you know what? Think, hey, Shep, as I, as I think out loud here, you know how I, I took the top six from YouTube and now we do it here on the radio? Very much so. Every Friday on YouTube, I would give away, JR, I, not give away, but I would, I would have JR wisdom. Like, people would call up and they would ask whatever, and I would give them some wisdom. I think I think what we need to do is also port that over to CBS Sports Radio. We need to do some JR wisdom. Okay, but you, I mean, it, but in all in all fairness. Every day. You you do, no, in all, in all seriousness, like, yeah. you do spout wisdom every single segment. Like, you don't waste a segment. So how do you differentiate that in a, in you know, in specified uh, programming as opposed to what you do every segment? I think it's 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 less. See, what he asked me was was more about life. It was advice. Right. He asked he asked me for advice. But you but you sprinkle in life in every segment. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's to solicit specific advice. People ask oh, me my thoughts. I like that. 
Yeah, people ask yeah. me. They're like, hey, you know, what do you think about the Lakers? I can tell you, I can talk for 30 minutes about the Lakers. It's like, hey, what do you think about Ovechkin? Well, you know, I wish the guy would just stop playing hockey tomorrow. So people can ask me whatever they want about anything. Sure. But to ask me specific, I, I, I think I I got a lot of advice. I do. Is it, let, me, let me ask you this question. Yeah. I think your audience would be curious, too. I'm sure you've mentioned sure. this before. What is it? But aside from music, everyone knows you're an aficionado in that. Is there a topic you love talking about that you don't hit on enough because we are a sports-based station that you want to talk about more? Uh, uh, what do I want to talk more about? Nah, I even do it here. The inclusion. Like, I do right, I do what I course. want. I do, I do what I want. I talk about inclusion. It doesn't matter if it's Special Olympics or whether it happens to be racial inclusion or gender inclusion. Like, I... I talk about people getting a chance. So, I mean, without me going full steam ahead and, and, and completely switching formats, I'm I'm able to do what I want here. This is the beauty of it. Nobody ever calls and says, hey, do this or do that. Just show up and just talk, you know? I would agree. And sometimes the producer yeah. hears that, like it's the channel between the two parties. That that never happens either. I mean, I mean, they trust you a hundred percent on this on this platform, man. That's amazing that you've earned that. Yeah, and I you, can't you, wait. Yeah, yeah, I need to start breaking stuff right now. Yeah, well, you, that's just not in you, though. You and I oh. both know that. What what four letter word should I say on the air right now? Tell me. You say it first, and I'll I'll repeat after <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the fifth on that one. I'm okay. trying to think of a four letter word. I mean, what's okay. a four letter word? I, I mean, Clay. Love. Love. Oh, that's a good one. That's love. a good one. We could say love on the radio. Yeah, you could say radio, but that's a five-letter word. Oh, yeah, well, radio wasn't it. Anyway, we're, we're going to figure out a date. What day should we do, JR? Look, listen, everybody is in on our production meeting here. What what day should we do JR Wisdom? Should it be like Friday or Monday? Friday, maybe Friday, right? I, no, like no, you do, the, the, no, the reason you go Friday, well, first yeah. of all, the reason we don't say Thursday is because the Amazon games have actually been watchable. This okay. season, we, right? we packed on football, right? Yeah. So I think if it's if it's going to be a, a a weekly thing, fifty two yeah. times a year, make yeah. it Friday for sure. Jr. Wisdom. You know why? Because I I give I give your audience enough credit, and I really do mean this. Even on the Fridays, where some stations may not, this may not be a- apropos, is they're calling pretty sober even on a Friday night, like heading into Saturday morning. So this could work on Friday. I'm with it. Jr. Wisdom. We gotta we, we gotta have the, the the fancy voice man put something together for us, right? Uh, th- yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. the fancy voice man. You He's love a that good stuff. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Fancy voice man. His name is Doug. We're gonna have Doug, the fancy voice man, put something together. Doug's a good man. Yeah, he's a good dude. Also we known only, as DD. Yeah, we only got good people at work here, right? Yeah, I, I would say I would I would definitely we'll go with that. Yeah, Every, yeah everyone's yeah. everyone's a team player on CBS Sports Radio yeah, for sure. Yeah, we love, we love everybody. Everybody's amazing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. Jacory calling from Georgia. What's up, Jacory? You're on CBS Sports Radio. We love you too. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Jeremy? I mean, how you feeling tonight? I'm okay. That's cool. That's cool, man. I was calling, man, to get your take on uh, Deion Sanders, man. Everybody's oh, wow, trying to okay. give him the rag on uh, yeah. going to Colorado and stuff like that, man. I don't, I don't understand why. How you feeling about it? Oh, man. Well, let me, let me try to be succinct about it. We actually talked about that earlier in the show 
as he welcomed yeah. uh, the the new head coach for Jackson State. And we talked about this last week, so I'm going to repeat it again. I have no problem with this man going ahead and getting his money. None. What I'm mm-hmm. very interested to see going into the future is is how deep the roots are for Deion Sanders. Like, how deep did he leave the roots in Jackson State? So here's the deal. He did a whole lot of big talking when he showed up about not just elevating Jackson State, but elevating other HBCUs. That's what came out of his mouth. And he is well within his right to go do what he wants to do. But for all the game that he talked about just implementing change, are you here for just a quick flash? Or were you here to to just actually have longstanding, sustainable change? I'll give you a different example. How, okay. how about somebody's mother or father? Somebody in, in their family who says, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to show up for you. I'm going to do this for you. Okay, fine. You brought me gifts on Christmas, but were you there in a sustained fashion that's actually going to bring me value? You can always point to the toy and say, well, you got me that, and I rode around in it for a little while until the wheels fell off, but what about that? And so he's in Colorado. I want to know what the longstanding results are from his participation. Was it more one-sided and elevating for him, or is he taking the approach of, I showed up, I said what I was going to do, and I left? Uh, that, if, if that's the case, I, I don't respect that, but I'm not mad at the man for leaving. I mean, I feel like he did what he did. I mean, he did what he had to do, though. I mean, he brought what he needed to bring to the organization, and apparently, from what I heard, they didn't want to pay the man anyway, so. You know, well, they going... they couldn't pay the man. I mean, he got paid three hundred thousand dollars. He just got a six million dollar deal in Colorado. Took half, took, took half out of his check too to to finish the renovations Cor- on the place. Yes, correct. But the, the, but the, no, no the, slow down. That doesn't change the fact of there is no way in purple hell they could have paid this man six million dollars. Uh, the AD in Colorado also took the approach of. Oh, yeah, well, we, we, we got to pay him this per year. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't even have it, but we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. So I'm not disagreeing with you about yeah. what he did. I am telling you he talked a big game, and whether or not he fulfilled all of that in reality in a sustainable fashion is to be seen. We don't have that answer yet. We'll find out. We'll find out soon, yeah. Right. Thanks, Jay. Thank, thank you, Ja'Cory, for calling from Georgia. Let's keep on rolling. Lewis calling from Rochester. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Hope you're doing well tonight. Thanks. Um, I, I'm puzzled by why Brady would chose to come back okay. from retirement when um, he already had risen the crescendo of greatness. But uh, few few would argue that he's probably the greatest quarterback uh, in the history of the NFL. And he did it at a risk where... Why? Why did Tom Brady... Well, we can... I got an answer for this. Why did Tom Brady come back? That's that's the question, Lou? Yes, you are sage. You are... He should have asked you for advice before no, coming he shouldn't, back. No, he, he shouldn't have because uh, I'm not married to a Brazilian model. I don't have three or four kids and, uh, you know, I don't have seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, let me ask you this, Lou. You ever yes. been in love? You ever been in love? Yes. You ever loved somebody that you probably shouldn't have hung around with? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, there you have it. I mean, 
Tom Brady, he loves what he does. And so who's to say? I can sit here in my seat and say I'm sick of looking at him, you know, and I say that in jest. I want to see how far he can go, but then I also want to see the next. I want to see new blood. And so Tom Brady, he loves what he's doing. I'm not I'm not mad at the guy. We know why he came back. He wants to play football. He's a competitor. Let's be real. What else has this man done in his professional life that has given him this type of feeling? The answer is nothing, and I don't have to be in his shoes to, to, to know that. I understand. So, therefore, his relationship with his supermodel wife there and his family came second? We don't – well, that's, that's very easy to say. It is also easy to say. We don't know that. Can I surmise and say, well, okay, one plus one equals two. His wife has talked about him leaving or or stepping away from the game for years. She doesn't appreciate it. Sure. But at the same time, I ain't laying down in their bed with them when they have these conversations. So I I leave that to him. None of my business. I'll let you step in, though, Lou. You go, hey, you go find Giselle. You, You think you'd be able to talk to her? I'm not sure. I mean, uh, they both are coming off kind of shallow now. Oh well, 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 well welcome to Earth. <laughs> hey, human beings coming off shallow. Oh yeah, I'm a supermodel shallow. Whoa, <laughs> Tom Brady shallow. Can you imagine? Whoa. I mean, what word would we use to describe uh, Aaron Rodgers? A hippie? I, whoa. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'll throw in another one. Whoa. It's like full house for my people who understand the reference to whoa. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, I'm going to take more of your calls, and then I'm going to continue to talk about how ugly this new, uh, well, these new trophies are for the NBA here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I listen to you every night on the way home from work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're a bad man, pajama. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Oh, the real bad man, pajama, is just as fine as she can be. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. The Sour J tweets me at JR Sport Brief says, I'm an Uber driver. Thanks for the shout-out. The biggest NFL disappointment are the Packers without a doubt. Yeah, I could see that. Aaron Rodgers is back to talking about his uh, ayahuasca. Says that it has helped eliminate his, his fear of dying. I'm not, I'm not, that's not a joke. That's, that's what Aaron Rodgers said. Look, whatever makes this man happy, the $50 million he's getting a year, I guess, is not doing the job. Aaron Rodgers is at the point of his career where he's just he's just that miserable guy at work making a lot of money that doesn't want to leave. It's like, why are you here? Like, you don't want to be here. What are you doing collecting money for? I think we can all relate. Got that one miserable guy at the job. You're like, why? You just retire already. Like, yeah, the money's good. I'm just holding on for a few more years. Pretty bad. 
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. Joe is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief. What's up, Joe? Hey, JR. How are you? Happy holidays. Thank you. Hey, uh, I'm the most ugly or the uh, MVP for the NBA trophy. I think the word you're looking for was Rigo or prestigious as far as the trophy. Uh, Hell no, it wasn't. No, yeah, it wasn't. No, here's the word abstract. The current yeah. NBA, the, the new NBA MVP award, which uh-huh. is supposed to be Michael Jordan. It looks more abstract. It, it does not look like a a classic bronze piece of art. It's it's very abstract. It has exactly. a black. It has a black base. Everything yeah. on the base has a meaning. It has a crystal basketball with multiple points. It has a gold Michael Jordan reaching for the sky. It is very abstract. That's the word. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah, and then on uh, the worst team in the uh, NFL, I was looking as far as win-loss. What about the Texans? No, 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 no. We weren't talking about the worst team. We were talking about the most disappointing. What did anybody expect from the Texans this year? Yeah, I know. And then the other one, too. Yeah, yeah. Denver tied for second for for worst yeah. uh, record, and then you got the Rams four and nine. Yeah, they're disappointing as well. No, see, those are teams that I would consider disappointing. The Texans are doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Joe. Hey, you're welcome, man. Have a good evening. You as well. I'm trying my best. Eight five five two one two four CBS. We got Tom calling from Chicago. What's up, Tom? Hey, Jared. Great to talk to you. How you doing? I'm very well, and you? Very well. Thanks for having me on. Good. Hey, a special, a special thank, a thank you to you for bringing exposure to Special Olympics and supporting people with intellectual uh, disabilities. I'm going to just say I'm proud of you. That's a very good thing to do. Well, I've thank got you, special, Tom. i got a special connection, so, so awesome. you know, the Down syndrome and all that. So, anyway... Um, that's number one. Number two, uh, I can't believe three hundred and fifty million dollars after taxes, fifty percent. He's looking at one hundred and seventy-five million, you know, to walk home with. Man, that is un- just incredible. Yeah, well, it's not too late for you or I to play shortstop, or well, maybe for the Giants, <laughs> but we can we can go somewhere else. That's right. And the last point I want to make is real quick. Um, you went you every time you have the top six list. I'm so addicted to it. Good. Like every Wednesday night, uh, another tablet comes down from the mountain. You know, with your top six list. I love it. What am I, Moses? Anyway, I'm, am I yeah, Mo- you know, Moses? All you got to do is grow a beard, you know, a long beard like Moses, and they'll start calling you, you know, Moses Jr. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to be Moses. J- how, did, how long did Moses live? A couple thousand years. Man, he must have been real old. I don't know. Yeah, I don't got I don't got that patience. I I'm sick of earthlings, so I don't got that much patience. <laughs> but what else you got, Tom? Uh let's see, real quick. I covered that. Yeah. Um <laughs> you got a list. What really uh the special or, I'm sorry, the top six list yeah. uh, one week before the NFL started, mm-hmm. uh your question was great. Give me the six teams that will probably be in the playoffs. Right. And you and I both agreed. Uh, because of their defense and guys like Cam Jordan, 
we both agreed that the New Orleans Saints, yeah, you know, would be there. But uh, I thought so too. Yeah. Point, they're what four and nine. Obviously, you know, Russell Wilson. I'm not really sure what his problem is, but what's his know, problem? I mean, he can't he can't move the way he used to. And I know his bigger yeah, problem. His bigger problem right now. He, he's in concussion protocol. He look he look in bad shape. I know we we make light of of Russell here. In regards to his attitude and and some of his statements always seem very canned and programmed, but you don't want to see anybody just getting pounded into the turf like that. He had no idea where he was. So all the best to Russell. And, Tom, I appreciate you, man. Always a pleasure. Much love and respect to you guys. I'll see you. You as well. Thank you, Tom, for calling from Chicago. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, man. We love you down here in Texas, okay, JR? Hey, how you doing, man? I love your show. Love the topic. Thank you. I'll be uh, listening again in the future. This is a great show. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. I'm sitting here in the studio in Phoenix. Charles Barkley is on a television in front of me. Are they getting ready to give this man a tattoo? Yeah, that, that's not manufactured at all, JR. Where are they giving him a tattoo at? Oh, he's not getting a tattoo. Why? He's he, used to see, like, you know, how far ass? they can, like, push it until he, you know, freaks out a little bit. The lady who's going to give him the tattoo, she has, like, tattoos up and down her arms, her neck. Well, he's not getting them. He's going to put it on his ass, his head? He's a funny guy. I don't think he's, no, I I, I think I think it's, like, I think they're just, like, making, make like, doing, like, a mock, uh, Oh, they put thing. it. They put a. They put Mike Tyson's tattoo on Ernie's face, and they put a. They well, that's a big old ass. They gave Shaq a big old ass and put M's on his ass. I mean, just uh, somebody in the building is getting a tattoo. Shout outs to all my folks, my folks who work at at Turner Sports. This is one of the. It's an amazing place. I know somebody in there is getting a tattoo. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Man, I've had so much fun here in Phoenix. The show has been fun. People have been fun. NBA MVP trophy still ugly. Let's get your calls in before I got to roll out. Let's go to Leo from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Boy, JR, man. Mama Jamma, Moses, you doing it, baby. Love your lead in music. I've been listening to everything tonight. Here's my thing. You know what? If you're comparing yourself to athletes, get your mind off other people's wallets. If you're a journalist and you love sports like you do, you know what, pursue it, raise your greatness, ask questions to find out why and how you can relate. Don't worry about what Dion is making because, quite frankly, he did a whole lot that he could to help there. If you're good, elevate yourself. Find your way to make your own money. Don't worry about what other people make. And it's funny don't complain, just elevate yourself. If you find a job that you're passionate about, you'll never work a day in your life. Okay. Good show tonight, bro. You might want to put that Mama Jamma show on your lead-in music. It's always fly. 
Thanks, oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Leo. Leo's trying to turn the show into a whole different thing. You know where to find that song. I ain't going to play it here. Hey, Harry's calling from New Mexico. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Harry? What's up, man? I wanted to actually touch up on that uh, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts comparison y'all were talking about earlier. So It's kind of impossible to actually pick one as a favorite. This is the first time you've seen Jalen Hurts have the same cadence, the same play calling, the same quarterback's coach, the same head coach, the same offensive coordinator, all in, all in the second season of his actual career. This is the first time you've actually seen a Jalen Hurts career. So it's very easy to say you'd want to go with that. But let's look at the other side of Dak Prescott. When Dak Prescott has Kellen Moore, he's an RPO quarterback, but he's not even running an RPO. He's just staying back in the back like a statue behind that offensive line, whether it's a three-man or a four-man rush. And he's still throwing the ball at the six or seven men, throwing interceptions. He turned himself into Kellen Moore many. And that's what's wrong with Dak Prescott right now is that offensive coordinator. Damn. Well, well, he, he, I, I, I'll keep it straight up well, so no, no, don't do any more talking. So stop, wow. please. Oh, stop. I had to put him on hold. <laughs> Damn. It's like that. You ever, you ever drive it in your car and that train goes by and you are stuck waiting for the train to go by? And I'm talking about this train, like the longest train in the world. All my folks who live in Atlanta, you, you stuck behind that train over by Marietta, behind State Farm Arena, and you just got to wait like 20 minutes for the train to go by. And you're like, okay, when is it going to end? Harry, you okay? Thank you, Harry. Hold on, Harry. Harry, so I don't know if Harry's still here or if he left. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay, well, thank you for slowing down. Here, I'm going to give you something okay, very simple. It's okay. It's, it's all, all right. about how you surround. Oh the no! With. Oh no! I put you on hold again. <laughs> the train won't stop running. Jeez, it's the Harry Sport Brief Show. Hey, listen, Harry. You can analyze two guys. I don't give a damn who their offensive coordinator is. When, when Dak Prescott went down with his broken ankle, it's a shame that I have to put you on hold to actually get a word out. I don't want to hang up on you. Dak Prescott, even though it was still early in the season, he was on pace to pass for 6,000 yards. And so I am less concerned with the current system. I'm not evaluating Dak Prescott right now and saying, oh, yeah, 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 based on what I've only seen this season, I, I would take Jalen Hurts. So that's not the case. I've seen enough of Dak all across the board. And, yes, they're, they're doing more by, by running the football. We see all of that. But in the grand scheme of things, I would take – Jalen Hurts because I think he has more potential. It doesn't have anything to do with Kellen Moore. Does that make sense, Harry? Yeah, it makes sense. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. I'm going to let you go now, okay? Oh, yeah. It's just all about who you surround yourself yeah, with. Yeah, we heard that, Harry. Thank you for calling from New Mexico. Sheesh. What are we doing here? Tony's calling from Massachusetts. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Jay? I'm going to make this real quick. So my man Dion, I don't have a problem with him getting his money, but I thought for everything he was talking, he was like going to put that, you know, our black colleges on the map, man, maybe get some of that money coming, maybe get some of them, them number one athletes in the country to instead of going to all these other programs that's already established and maybe start doing something and building something with our black colleges, man, where maybe you can turn around and get paid by a black college and you don't have to leave and go to Colorado. 
I'm just going to hang up and listen, man. And no, uh, you, you said it. You said it perfectly. That he did a lot of talking, but are we going to see the long run? He he was a uh, he showed up. He showed up. He hit a home run and he left. Okay, nice. Everybody oohed and odd. But are you going to come back the next game and do it again? No, he left. Mike is here from Ohio. What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? Excellent. Go ahead quickly. Uh, so quickly, uh, I just want to talk about the Bills real quick. I'm a huge Bills fan. I grew up in Buffalo. Um, I think for some reason last year was their year. Had they got past the Chiefs, Uh-oh. I think they would have blew out the Bengals and they would have blew out the Rams. I think personally that the Bills are past their prime. They don't look too sharp this year like we're used to seeing, and I think they, uh, they missed their opportunity. Too, too soon. I wouldn't go there right now. Too soon. Makes sense? Can, can we see them get through this year? And I know Josh Allen's been hurt, but too soon. I hear you. I hear okay. you. Thank you, Mike. I'm hoping so. Thank you. Yeah, no, nah, don't, don't rush it. Just take, take your time. Just take your time. We can't just put them in a trash bin all of a sudden. Larry's calling from Chicago. What's up, Larry? Oh, Larry, I don't know. He's listening to me. Rich is calling from Chicago. What's up, Rich? Hey, I'll, I'll be fast. I know you're up against it. No, you won't. I had a question, uh, and maybe I missed it because I jumped on late. But when you take a look at the injury uh, to Kyler Murray, what kind of impact do you think that's going to have? I mean, if I'm a general manager, and I think Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields are going to be shaking their heads thinking, this isn't going to be good to tie me up. The big money might be gone. And then you got to ask yourself, the second question is, do you think it's going to affect the NFL draft? With who they draft, knowing they need a durable guy, they're going to run around and get killed. No, I think I think overall the league is, is is moving towards quarterbacks who can get outside the pocket. I don't think that's going to change or stop in, in any regard. And if you want to think about what this means for quarterbacks who are up next, forget the NFL draft. If you think Aaron Rodgers making $50 million is like the big step, wait until the contract, I should say, that, that Joe Burrow is going to have in front of him. Wait until the contract that Justin Herbert will have in front of him. Those dudes will be making bank. They will be the next guys who who wake up and all of a sudden is boom. Yeah, where are we starting at? 50. That's the starting mark. And you can go ahead and thank Patrick Mahomes, and then subsequently you can thank Aaron Rodgers for that. These guys are making money. Carlos Correa making money, 13 years, 350. It's good to be a shortstop. It's good to be a starting quarterback. It's good to be a pitcher if you can actually throw the ball, which I I assume a pitcher would be able to do. Yeah, these dudes are being absolutely ridiculous. Man, I've had fun here in Phoenix. Hey, Shep, you should just join me out here. What are you staying in New York for? It is a little cold uh, down here. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Oh, it's cold out here in Phoenix, man. It's cold. What? What you mean what? I compare it to 28 degrees, uh, 15 degree wind chill in New York City. Hey, man, when that sun goes down in the desert and that wind hits you and you got to worry about a mountain lion scooping you up, it's, you tell me what's more treacherous, a New York City 28 in snow or the mountain lion snatching you out the desert? Well, do you stay still when you see the mountain lion or do you provoke? Nah, I stretch my arms out wide and gotcha. they, they tell you you got you to gotta be intimidating. Well, you have to. You, you can't. You can't be a threat. That's the most important thing. 
Forget, well, forget, forget whether you're going to be an intimidating force or not. You can't make it seem like you are going to reign on their well-being and their safety. Yeah, well, I'm still here. What you think happened to Mountain Lion? Well done, sir. Come on now. Not easy. Listen, I, you, George of the Jungle, what has he got on me? Nothing. By the way, he's getting some Oscar buzz. George of the Jungle? Yeah, Brendan Fraser. He, he's going to Oscar for what? He did a movie called the uh, the the it's it's uh, the whale. I'm pretty sure that's the title. I might okay. be butchering, but there's something with the whale in it, and it was I like know. this incredible was... uh, once in a lifetime performance from Brendan Fraser. No, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, it's a, it's like considered to be one of the all time great cinematic performances, and I, it's a huge comeback. I haven't seen him since George of the Jungle in 1994, and that's the point. Well, remember he was in the Mummy. People forget that. I didn't see the Mummy. Fair enough. I know The Rock was in. I ain't seen no stupid mummy movie. Good if I want to see mummies, I go into the New York City subway. That's just that's a good point. That's just facts. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm hanging out west this week, hanging out in Phoenix. I'm gonna be in Portland. I'm just having a good old time. Somebody needs to uh, send me food. I'm starving. We'll be back tomorrow, new top six list. We're going to take a look at some amazing coaches and some of their absolutely amazing quotes. If you miss me, you miss us in the meantime. I'm at JR Sport Brief on all social media. Hey, Shep, where, where, where can people get you at? At the Good Shepherd underscore. Yeah, okay. That's some, that's some good stuff. The JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio is done. But don't move because I said so. And more importantly, Amy Lawrence. She's coming up next. She's great. Like Tony the Tiger says. <laughs>